Bienvenidos a Ellos que tienen esperanza con el Padre Dave y a Diácono Bob. Bendito. It, it takes longer to say in Spanish. Bendito humor y esperanza en un vida loca. I'd like to give everybody three guesses on who just got back from vacation in Mexico. <laughs> You're amazing. Sí, señor. Yo no soy. Maninero, soy capitán, soy capitán, soy capitán, sí. That's awesome, Bob. Thank you. You had a great vacation? I had a really great vacation. Bob, you went there for your birthday and your anniversary, right? It's kind of a combo yeah. thing, right? I'm turning 50 the day this podcast drops, which is on Wednesday. Oh, and I then, thought today was your birthday. No, it's the uh, Feast of Timothy and Titus. Oh, okay, okay. And um, the... I still got time to get you a gift. You too. Yeah, better than the hug you tried to give yeah. me. And the uh, 25th anniversary of my wife and, and our and my ordination. Marriage. And your ordination. Yeah, and you went with a couple, two other couples. I did. And, I and went with uh, the Solemns, who uh, Scott teaches with me in the catechetics program, and the Kissingers. Mark is a doctor in the area. And they're all celebrating 25 years? Is they're that all right? celebrating 25 years, that's and they're so all cool. celebrating 50. Oh, that's awesome. Mark turned awesome. 50 a week ago. Scott is actually a leap day birthday. So, is it really? Yeah, that would is. be so cool. So, he's, uh, so, yeah, so we were just, you know, kind of in the same place in life and yeah it was, it was really beautiful i never re I've, n I've been to uh my previous trip to mexico was in juarez this okay. was slightly That's a little different slightly yeah, yeah, different yeah. Cancun. Uh, you went to cancun or I, Cabo? Did, I went to cancun okay, okay. Yeah. yeah that is that is different than Juarez. yeah can i just say like i'm glad you had a great trip and a great vacation no why don't we just why don't we just can we just rest in that for a moment okay done yeah i guess bob did you even go outside <laughs> I, mean, I did. Just white is white can Come on, be. Man. Seriously, no. did you even see the that sun? That just means the sunscreen worked. I saw a lot of sun. I have alabaster skin. Some people find it beautiful. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, it, it was cool. I, I, you know, it's interesting. I don't like leaving America, mostly out of just fear and a desire for crispy bacon. But, um, you, you know, it, it was it that's was awesome. really beautiful. Like I, I got to, so we stayed at an all-inclusive adults-only resort. Nice. Which I also was really nervous about. I yeah, was thinking yeah, like, is this just going to be a drunken debauch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, it was just a bunch of middle-aged couples who were just having that's a awesome. lovely time. That's really, you know? really I mean, cool. there was the occasional wedding party that, you know, sure. was that way. But that happens in every hotel, sure, sure, think, sure. no matter where you are. Um, I'm really glad... We left. We did an excursion for a day to Chichen Ista. Oh yeah, the the pyramids. Yeah, That's and cool. um, yeah, it was like an exact replica of what is in the Mexico section of the World Showcase and Epcot Center. Oh, that's awesome! It was awesome. really, it was really, really cool. they did a good job. With they it. did a really yeah, good awesome. job in Mexico with it. They must yeah. have been to Disney World. No, it's, they, it's lots in, of pictures. You can do a lot with three D stuff right now. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a, a three D <laughs> exactly, copier. Yeah, exactly. And they also had a gift shop at the end, so it was oh, almost exactly awesome. like Disney that's World. Great. Um, it was beautiful. The weather was beautiful. Learning about that mine culture was amazing. They did a thing. Have you ever been to one of those places? Yeah, I have. I have. So not to go off on it, there's like- But you're going to. There's mysteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there are in, in Chichen Ista, next to the Mayan hieroglyphics, there are Egyptian hieroglyphics. That's really weird. No one's sure how that happened. When you're at the base of the temple, if you clap your hand, which you know I have a problem doing at the beginning of every podcast, um, the echo comes back and it sounds like a bird call. Oh, that's cool. And nobody knows how, nobody they, did knows that. how they do it. Yeah. That's really wild. But question, it was great. It was, question, it was really great. Um, what was, uh, 
and again, we've talked about your eating habits. Yes. What did you eat? They had bacon, crispy so bacon. So you basically ate bacon for three days? They had days? a all-inclusive bar by the pool. Wait, that's what you drank. What did no, you no, eat? No, 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 no. But next to the bar was, oh, it was a like bacon a, it was bar? a food bar. Well, <laughs> it had hamburgers and bacon okay, okay. and french fries, okay. as much as you wanted at and, any time. And you were happy to I lunch. was great. They had a steak restaurant in there they had a italian restaurant okay. so i got my okay. steak i so got my italian stuff. yeah it was did you stuff. have anything any mexican food like anything that says okay this was somewhat mexican food <laughs> david you're so funny no a, mar- a margarita no i had tequila, tequila. Had i had tequila had yeah there you go so there you go um well and bob i went right. to a tequila tasting thing and <laughs> well i only tasted one because i couldn't take any more <laughs> There was like five and they gave me, you'd think they'd just give you a little bit, but they were generous and I had the one and I'm like, whoa. And they're like, well, there's four more. I'm like, goodbye. Well, that is one of the things <laughs> about the it. all-inclusive. I've been to a all-inclusive place. and I think it's an all-inclusive okay. place. But one of the things that was interesting, like if you get a drink and you just didn't necessarily like it, you, you don't it feel so guilty right, about it. It's right. like, all You're right, just that like, just cost me 12 bucks. Right. I'm going to drink yeah, it. Yeah, right. I asked for, um, usually when I drink tequila... I mean, tequila. Which you do a lot. Tequila lovers are going to be really angry with me. I, I, I say tequila on ice with some water. Like oh, my I, goodness. I know. It's just me. Well, I don't like, I like the taste of it, but I don't like getting, yeah, I yeah, don't no, like that I, feeling I of getting that. I appreciate that. So I, I went, I said, can I have tequila on ice with some water? Well, he, he was like a whole glass. He filled it to the brim with tequila, put like two ice cubes in and just went, <laughs> like, like a, there you go. And the nice thing was, I was like, I'm just walking away from this. Like if I paid for it, yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, crap. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know what? It hit me. I'm like, I don't need to drink this. I didn't pay for it. I'm leaving. Okay. So I'm glad you had a great vacation. I did have a great vacation. And what was really good about the vacation was I didn't get to see the majority of the Buccaneers game. That's where I I wanted to go. I was flying home. I caught the very end of it on the plane. Bob Rice, what did I do this weekend? I, get, I, I don't know exactly what I did this weekend. I mean, you just, probably I, went I, to I DC with thousands of people. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what I did. But that was Friday. <laughs> that was Friday. That was Friday. The March for Life was as it usually is. There was a sense of anticipation because maybe RV Wade is going to be overturned. So that was a blessing. Here's the question uh-huh. If RV Wade is overturned, when would that occur? This summer? Yeah. 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 The ju- June would be when the Supreme Court and is And please, God, it. let it be overturned. And please, God, let the March then be celebrating it in June. Not in uh, January. Yeah, that's, you're not bad. You're not wrong. But as, as we talked last time, that's just the beginning. So that's what we're praying for. But, yeah. okay, Bob, you perhaps missed the best NFL football weekend in the history of NFL. No, I didn't. All four games. Did you see some of them? I saw every game except the beginning oh, did of the you Buccaneers really? oh, okay, game. Okay. Oh, no, no. I was, I mean, I was all. Well, so, actually, no. I missed the Bengals game. All of them went down to. The, all four games yeah. went to the last drive. I That's mean, it crazy. was unbelievable. I saw the I, I saw the whole Packers-Niners game. Okay. That was crazy. Right, yeah, yeah. Packers win without scoring and often I mean, Packers lose. The 49ers win without scoring an offensive touchdown. Isn't that nuts? Uh-huh. Isn't that nuts? And and what's, what's up with your, like your Tom Brady, like just. Just a hoodlum. I mean, just awful penalties and. What are you talking about? I didn't, didn't see that part that? of the game. He got a um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? A, a, pec- a personal foul. Personal foul because he was yelling at the at the ref saying things that he shouldn't say. Oh, so his he, first one in 22 years. Is that yeah, right? Well, he's breaking ones. records left yeah, and right. That's right. That's right. You know, my my hats off to the Buccaneers. It was an incredible season. I have. As a, as a lifelong Buccaneers fan, these past two years have given me such enjoyment. And though I was devastated. You know, you thought it was going to go into overtime. And I, I guess the defenses just were both gassed at the end of the game. Yeah. Like they just couldn't keep up with each other. But I would have rather lost in regulation 
than losing in overtime, overtime without ever getting to touch the ball. Did you see the last few minutes of that game? I, was, I did. I, was, I, did. Meetings, I saw that whole game. I, I was in the Sky Sunday Club night, and I was watching the game. Meeting Sunday night, and I saw the last, quote-unquote, three minutes, which turned into be 30 minutes. Probably the best crazy. 30 minutes. I mean, there was about back and forth, seven, back seven forth, of us boom, Friars boom, boom, that were oh, watching. It was insane. It was the funnest thing. So, so yeah. now we got four We had teams. a great time. L.A. against uh, San Francisco. You, yeah. Who's going to win that? Uh, I think the Rams because they can score touchdowns. I think so too. <laughs> Kansas City against Cincinnati. Well, uh, Cincinnati's tough to beat. Kansas City is going to win. Yeah, I think so. You heard it here first. I think the two home teams. So are it's going to be Kansas City against LA in the Super Bowl. But I don't know who I of the four remaining. There's people I enjoy on all the teams. There are, and I don't necessarily care about the I teams themselves. I would have liked Buffalo. I would have appreciated Buffalo. Um, yeah. Yeah, I as a as a Denver like, Bronco fan, I can't really cheer much for Kansas City. Yeah, I'd and, like I, to see and I feel Cincinnati. that a bit as a Buccaneer fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though we beat them in the Super Bowl. Speaking of not scoring a touchdown, <laughs> um, but like when they played us in the regular season, they destroyed us and they they mocked us. I mean, yeah. that was that GIF. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's the, who was the guy that was on the you know the, their main receiver? It's it, I think it's a to. To Giffy. Giff, okay. Um, and you went to the basketball game last night. Cavs won. Congratulations. That's enough about the NBA. What? Wait um, a second. We are going to go to a Cavs game, you know. I know we are. With I alumni. Are. I know we are. I can't wait. A couple yes, of other yes, things. A couple of other things. Um, so Cavs, somebody, Cavs, 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 Cavs. Somebody came up to me at the March for Life, and they said that they listened to the Baseball. podcast. Well, they said that I'm obsessed with the movie Black Widow. Yes. I don't think I am. No, I just want to put that out. Am I? Have you seen it again? What do you mean again? Have you seen it in the last week? How much of it? <laughs> so obsessed is a really strong word. You do this though. You like watch I, I Hamilton, totally and then you're like, <laughs> if you find a movie you like, you will watch it thirty times. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, you're you don't. You don't have a wide variety of media consumption, but what you love, you truly love. That's right. And there's something beautiful about that. That's have you gotten right. to see any new episodes of The Mandalorian? No, I finished the first series, uh, the, the first, first season? season, and just yeah. haven't got to the second one yet. Yeah. But but can I just also say I'm having a quadruple espresso so this <laughs> did is, you order that no i just i made it that's, for me. that's the kind of thing that you get in an all-inclusive place i'd like an espresso i'll give you I'll a quadruple espresso okay and here's the other thing so bob and i were talking at the beginning we talk about sports we talk about movies and in television and those kinds of things but one of the things we don't talk much about is music which is interesting because you love music i like i like um, music well but i'm a you, musician yeah do you not love music i do but i think the question is do you love listening to do you love music? I do love okay, music. Okay, that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Sorry. All right. So sorry. you love music. I love music. But neither Bob or I could m mention a song that's in the top 25, or at least I certainly could You certainly couldn't. I'm just trying to help you. I mean, I don't want to start flexing on all my K-pop knowledge and make you look like a fool. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's not hard to do. But so I just find it interesting. It just says that we're getting maybe a little bit older. Literally. Thanks well, for, your birthday is tomorrow up. and mine's the following week. That's right. I thought you were the f Valentine's Day. No, I was baptized on Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm silly the first. Me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we're basically twins, you and I. Hmm. Uh, with a very long gestation. That, that was a long, painful yeah, labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm my mom <laughs> or your mom. So, all righty. All right. You have. How to, you, old are you going to be? I'm going to be 57. Okay. Yep, so I look forward to it. So I am, you are six years and 360 days older than Happy I am. Happy birthday to you. Yep. Have, you, have a good birthday. Bob. How do you feel about birthdays? I'm a favorite. Yeah, me too. I, you know, it's interesting. Actually, I, I have a birthday present. Can I open this now? Oh, yes. That's okay. exactly what's going on. Okay. And this, so is, this actually ties in nicely to sports. Uh, okay. We won't say who gave it because, you know, maybe they'd like that private. Um, 
But you had mentioned something earlier no. in the season of our podcast, and I thought, ooh, I'm going to do this for you for your birthday. And then somebody beat me to the punch but did it in a far grander style than I possibly could. Okay, first off, this is a card, and it's actually about my dad. So I just want to thank I'm not going to oh, read that's it right very now. Sweet. So I want to thank okay. uh, Vince. It might that. not be a birthday present. Maybe it's, okay. maybe it's, a, it's an awesome present. Well, He's opening. Um, I'll narrate it for the listeners. He's opening the bag. There's lots of tissue. He's ripping the tissue. He's seeing something. It looks like a jersey of some sort. It is a Washington Nationals Pavanka jersey autographed. Get out of here. By Mike Pavanka himself. How did he do that? I don't know. I guess he knows a guy. But he texted me like immediately after he heard the episode and he's like, I can get a Mike Pavanka autographed jersey. This is literally a Washington Capitals. Washington Capitals. Hockey jersey with... Michael Pavanka. So your name's name. on the back. And pictures of him. And pictures of him this signing is, the jersey. This is remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Bob, it makes a cup, cup of coffee you're going to get me. This is amazing. Thank you so much, Vince. This is like, I don't know how you made this happen. So now we'll take you to a Nationals game and you can wear that. This is unbelievable. It really is. Thank you so much. Now, do you wear things that are autographed? You can. I feel like I need to just... Okay, it depends. It depends on who autographs them. I mean, if it's Tom Brady, you you did you you autograph this? Give me tell me the truth. (laughs) You did it, didn't you? Okay, you spelled my name wrong. Um, That's really good. Thank you so much. I see people go to hockey games wearing autographed jerseys. I think I think you could. I would wear it a couple times. I'm totally gonna wear it. I'm gonna wear it. 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 I don't know when. I'm gonna wear it though. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's that's really cool. All right, and now. Father Dave, I'm pleased to announce that effective today, right, Wednesday, January 26th, in honor of my 50th birthday, registration opens for our adult summer conferences. If you're looking to give me a gift, there's no better gift than signing up for an adult summer conference. We have five adult conferences planned for you, and we're only talking to the adults knowing we have a wide body of young listeners who are so disappointed that they're not invited. Starting with the Power and Purpose Conference, June 3rd to the 5th. It's a wonderful opportunity to learn more about the Holy Spirit and what He can do in your life. Uh, One of our speakers describes power and purpose as an opportunity to let God love you. I wonder which one of that speaker was. It was probably John Boyer. Sounds good. Could have been you. Father Dave, both of us are on the Power and Purpose Conference team. And I know you are looking forward to it. Dot, dot, dot. Ad lib about power and purpose. Oh, wait, you can find out more by going to studentvilleconferences.com. That's studentvilleconferences.com. I mean, we can ad lib about power and purpose because I do love it. Actually, that is. I just wanted to stop the music from the background. So we could actually ad lib in peace. (laughs) Actually, that is a really, really great (laughs) conference. So. Yeah, if you've not been to a conference before. That'd be the one to go to. It, it really would. It, no I mean, no offense to the other conferences. No, no. Well, I would say our two big adult conferences, Power and Purpose and Defending the Faith. Right, right. And I love them both, and they have different, they really have different charisms to different it. Different personalities. Um, Power think. and Purpose, if you really love uh, worshiping, um, a really inspirational gospel message, I would actually say Power and Purpose would be. A mission, a, called called a mission. Called a mission. A Power and Purpose would be, be a great to. one to bring a friend. Absolutely. Uh, to, you know, just be inspired by the faith and the call to mission. That would absolutely be power and purpose. And defending the faith, gosh, defending the faith is like a greatest hits of some of the best Catholic speakers out there. Probably a little bit more intellectually driven, to be yep. sure. Yep. Um, 
but anyway, there there are two big adult conferences. Um, I mean, I lean I lean more towards enthusiasm and power and purpose. That's probably as a musician, I play a lot more. In yeah, power yeah. And purpose. it's a great it's a great conference. Um, but it really is fantastic. Seriously, uh, do you know who's those, at Power and Purpose this year? You and I. That just finally we got yeah, rid yeah, of yeah, it. We, we, just, we got rid of the chaff. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, um, I know Heather um, Kim is is one of them. Okay, um, of abiding together mm-hmm. fame, and, and I don't know whom else. So yep, yep. Whom else? Is that right? I think it is, but I'm okay. just impressed. Okay. You never had a lot of academic gravitas, you know. Yep. Um, so it should be good. It should be good. Yeah. I look forward to it. It's a great conference. I so anyway, that's um, as you hear this podcast, you can go to studentvilleconferences.com. You can register for that. I'm sure they have early bird registration stuff. You can find out about all our other conferences. And uh, we're back full strength this summer. We're looking forward to welcoming everybody back. And um, it should be awesome. We it were kind will. of full strength last summer, but it only happened like I remember like the COVID restrictions were listed, like lifted like two days before power and purpose. That's right. That's right. Happened. Yeah, that's so right. we didn't really get the. It's going to be great. Yeah, Honestly, it's going to be awesome. So if you've never been to a conference, we invite you to come. We'd love to have you on campus, encounter the Lord, relationship, community. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Amen. So one of the things that was uh, Bob and I were talking about a little bit before, and part of it, it's been going on for quite a while, but at the March for Life, there was some activists. Um, oh, were they? they? Yeah. Um, apparently, I'm an activist, too. Oh, yeah, I guess um, we all are. We yeah, should be, right? Yep, that's, yep. A, that's not a bad word. Yeah, well, CNN called me. Uh, I did an interview with <gasps> CNN, and they called me a pro-anti-abortion uh, activist, which was, that's okay. what they called me. Yep. Yeah. So, but, uh, okay, so there's a situation that's going on that I thought maybe we could chat a little bit about, because it's so culturally relevant right now, and it's, there's a swimmer at, at Penn University. Penn is in Philadelphia, right? Not Penn State, but Penn University. Oh, I don't know. I believe it's in... in, in uh, no, Pitt is the one in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pitt's in Pittsburgh. Penn, I believe, is in Philadelphia. Okay. So this individual swimmer swam for three years. I believe it was for three years on the men's swimming team. Okay. And then COVID hit and all that and came back and has now declared that he's a transgendered and okay. he's now swimming on the female's swimming team. Okay. And he is breaking all the records right. and so there's just been this whole controversy that that's uh, the reality is it impacts us here at the Franciscan University as well and you've seen this being played out in in athletics across the, the did you know the olympics started a little over a week no isn't that crazy i mean i guess i've been seeing some ads yeah the for winter it. olympics yeah. sorry but we saw it play out in the olympics during the summer and this is the whole well first off it's it's the self identification of gender, male, female. Right. And and there was a piece that was on on the news recently as well. Is this this whole it's just so crazy that somebody asked a basic question, what is a woman? And the individual who is also transgendered say, I can't answer that question because a woman is whatever a person wants to believe. But I mean, what's going on in the world that that we can't First off, science, follow, follow the science, right? right? But that we can't have these basic fundamental understandings of, of what is male and what is female. And, and, and as, as I've been praying about it, I think I'm going to write something over the next week or so about this. It's, it's humanity's desire, again, to take the place of God. Is Scripture reminds us that is Scripture says that male and female, God created them. But what we want to do is like create this in our own image. You know, it's like yeah. we are created in yeah. the image of God, but now we want to create ourselves in our own image. And it's just it's just so troubling. And it, you, particularly with, with young women, I mean, I, I see our students, our, our female students that are just 
working hard as can be and working and training and trying to get stronger yeah. and faster and those kinds of things. And and it's interesting with, with this transgendered swimmer, um, the individual actually has to take medicine so he's not as strong. So <laughs> isn't it so yeah. weird is, is that people in the past in sports have gotten in trouble for doping because it makes them stronger. Right. But what they're doing is they're giving him drugs so he's not strong. It's just... It's just yeah, everything's tragic, just, and that's not the first case of it. You no, know, there's no, been no. a few other there's states. Way, I remember way, yeah. in Connecticut, there was some. That's right. Uh, that's, there was a uh, runner, I think, yeah. and um, yeah, you know, I remember also a few years ago there was a number of popular women in media. J.K. Rowling, the yeah, author of the yeah. Harry Potter series, yeah. came out really strongly against it, and she was just. I mean, crucified by the media. Yeah, I mean, even, even like all the actors in the Harry Potter movie were like, we love her, but we do not stand behind what she says because she was saying this. She was, she was saying, I'm a feminist. And letting somebody who is not a woman declare themselves to be a woman is not really feminism. It's this very bizarre well, there was, you know, there mutation, that, there you know, that mutation of it. There was that comedian that went off on that when Bruce Jenner became a transgender woman. Yeah. woman. The next year she got woman of the year. And this is like... You're you're giving the woman of the year to a you know a guy, but even even Bruce Jenner's come out on this whole athletic thing, and as he said, it's he, he said this is pretty simple. It's not fair, right? It's just not fair to the women athletes because you know the man is the, the well, man's body is built differently. And in the sporting world, and I've even known people that are very like that. They're supportive of people you know choosing their own gender. But they they're not necessarily supportive of acknowledging the you know or disregarding the biological differences. Like, yeah, there is a biological male and female. People want to say there's something more to male and female that you can choose, but it, it's a mess. You know, the issue is a mess. And then I think it's always really good just to remember, like, th- like there are people who really struggle. Absolutely, with this. absolutely. And, um, you know, those that struggle with gender dysphoria, they're actually the highest suicide, suicide rate. Yes. And and so you always kind of want to approach it, you know, like a it's an it's an issue, right? But it's also it's also I mean the catechism says it's a cross, you know, yeah, for people yeah, to bear yeah. whether it's same sex attraction or gender dysphoria. There was another survey that came out a few years ago, it was a secular survey of those who had had sex changes, you know, right. which is essentially kind of uh, plastic surgery transition, and yeah. they found that the uh, the suicide rate didn't change either way. I, I think in some ways people are trying to, it's the world's way of trying to be caring. You know, it, yeah. it, it's, well, it's trying it's to say trying like, to Hey, nice. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. if that's how you feel and you've been mocked and you've, and you've struggled with this and we just want you to be you. And so there is a, it, it's, it's obviously twisted, but I don't want to deny that for many who support transgender athletes or other things like that, there is at least some level of empathy, tr- empathy yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, gosh, these poor people, you know, I mean, wh- what a horrible thing it would feel to feel like you're a different gender. Sure, a different sure, body. Sure, I mean, I can't sure. even imagine how difficult that would be. And so then the next thought would be, well, then just let's let them be. Let's let right. them do what they want to do. And this is a celebration of them. And let's cheer for them. But it doesn't. Well, and again, you know, it, to, to doesn't, the doesn't always help. To though, the spiritual perspective is, is that. It's it's allowing us humanity to take the place of God again, yeah. and, and moving Him to the side. And we're going to. I realize that that you were born this way. I realize physically, you right. know, um, but we're we're going to allow that person. We're, you know, the the 
the individual to begin to determine who in fact they are. And, and it, it's to me, it speaks of this profound void of God again, that, yeah. that we move him out of the way. And there, there's the old saying, God created us in our own image, in his image and likeness, and we return the favor, right? So that, mm. and, and I think it just, one of the things I was listening to a commentator speak, and he said, if, if it's so difficult to explain something, then maybe it's, there's a simpler answer. And that's the way this, you know, this whole yeah. debate that, that I watched that took place, that was, you know, what is a woman? And they were having this, and it's like, this is not that complicated. Right. Uh, but, but I think, I think confusion, culture, the, the, there's a part that's ag- against the Lord and against his design yes. and against his purposes. And th- makes it all more confusing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've told this story before, but my brother and I were having a conversation about the whole transgendered issue. At, uh, was it Amazon? Somebody recently, you, you now have eight different categories to choose, you know, when they're asking male, female. And my nephew, who at the time was a little boy, and he was listening to this and he said, Daddy, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, and again, I think your, your word is really important, a sense of empathy and caring, but what is the most caring, empathetic thing that we can do for an individual? And, and it can't it's not be lying. just right. It can't yeah, be disregarding exactly. what's true. It can't be right. disregarding the designs of God in our life. And it's just so uh, yeah. When well, you were at our faculty meeting, you know, I mean, yeah, this is yeah, something we had a that, major conversation that hits us. What happens when you have a student, you know, whose 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 name is Daniel and and says, "I would prefer to be called Denise." Yeah. You know, like how do you handle that? Yeah. And um, and I, yeah, and and actually, there's not a clear-cut answer to be honest well, and, i mean it's a it's a it's a struggle in a conversation i mean obviously at a environment like this uh we're not going to empower an individual to be something they're not i thought right, one of the things right. that was really good was hey legally whatever name they're registered in the class you can call them that name yeah, yeah. like because that's the name they're registered but i also liked some of the faculty were talking pastorally they just said right, you know what yeah. don't if you're teaching a class on metaphysics or on english don't make that the moment just say why don't we talk about that later? And then well, have a and, conversation. And, and, and I think what we're seeing, you know, obviously everywhere, it doesn't matter where you are, people right. struggle with this. Yeah. But our population is also trying to figure out how do they deal with other people who are struggling with this and, yes. and wrestling with this. And that's the, that's the thing about it that, that I think there's a generational part of it too, you know. There's not a kid who's 18 or 19 years old that doesn't know people that are, that are uh, wrestling with this very issue. And that's not the case 25 years ago. It right. just isn't. It right. just isn't. Even in, in our generation, it's just very different. And part of it is generational and how you deal with it and how you speak to it. But I, I guess I just put it out there that it's something that we're going to continue to see more and more. And, yeah. and the more we can be aware of it, be empathetic, be thoughtful and discerning, but also what's our response? You right. know, it doesn't mean that we have to buy into the the deception, the right. non-truth. I think that that's ultimately we've got to stand on what's true and what's good. So Jesus found a way to hang out with tax collectors and sinners. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Nobody ever thought he was a tax collector no, or a sinner. No, you no, know? no. And and I think there's always that. That's always the challenge. I think of the church and of disciples of being compassionate towards and loving with people who struggle does not mean that we then buy into. You know, yeah, the, absolutely. You know the, the lies that are that are present there. If anything, we're just trying to witness the truth. Absolutely. So, well, speaking of witnessing the truth, some good news is our good friend. Hey, was he going to do a conference this summer? Yeah, he he He's was still better, he better, he better, freaking uh, Bishop Elect 
Joseph Espiat. It's a good thing I started this podcast in Spanish, in his honor. In, indeed. Uh, he's a great friend of ours, a priest of the Archdiocese of New York, uh, a conference presenter for a number of years, just a sweet soul. Do you know the just story of him soul. Um, connecting to the university? Share that. I, well, a little bit of it. I think yeah. this is true, and if it's not, oh. um, Bishop-elect, just, just go with it. <laughs> <clears throat> but it, it's so uh, many years ago, he was kind of going through a time where he really was needed to prayer and a time of wait, right? Yeah. To pray and to reflect and to just kind of unplug a bit. So he literally just went online and Googled priest conference. Mm-hmm. He'd never been to Francisco University, never. And it came up. He said, okay. A week later, he's in Stoneville. Yeah. He had one week. He had an open week of vacation. And that, by God's timing, that was the one week that we were having our priest deacon seminarians conference on campus. And I think Bishop Elect has been here multiple times since? a year. Oh, since. gosh. Well, he had a real. The other funny thing was the his, uh, I think it was Cardinal Dolan, um, put him in charge of the Hispanic charismatic community. And of which he had no idea what it was. had no experience in yeah, the Hispanic yeah, yeah, community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he speaks Spanish. He's a native Spanish speaker. Um, and he was just, so he, then he came to Steubenville and uh, was anointed by the Lord and is doing great things. He talks about, honestly, he talks about how the encounter with the Lord, specifically with the Holy Spirit at that event, at that week, changed his life, yeah. changed his ministry. And, and so when I saw this this morning, you know, I got a note and I first it's like, you know, I love Joe, Bishop-elect, and he's just hes just such a great priest, loves the Lord, energetic, joyful. He's just the kind so, of guy that would just reach up and just hug you. And, I but mean, he's but just the kind of a, guy that you want as a bishop, you yeah, know, and, and that's not to say others, but he's just— Certainly somebody who you never thought— n- never. That guy's on the bishop track. No, you know, no, like no, he's. No. I mean, again, this is we're not. This is no offense, Bishop Elect Joe. No. Um, it's a it's a compliment. He's not a bureaucrat, no. right? He's not. He's he's just a, a loving disciple of Jesus yep. Christ yep. and yep. on fire with the Holy Spirit. And he had to see that. Yeah, I can't wait to, to see hear that the story. that is recognized. Yeah. You know, like you'd make a good. I mean, he would make a fantastic. Yeah, movie. I can't wait to hear the story about him getting the call, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just." It, but well, and it's nice <clears> that he's an auxiliary bishop. Yeah, I mean, obviously, in a he'll be a bit cardinal Dolan, archdiocese the that large. You know, thankfully, he won't have to. You, you squint your eyes at the arch. I, no, the I was just wondering of the archdiocese. No, I was just wondering how many bishops there are in that diocese. There's got to be there's in, gotta in gotta the archdiocese. Yeah, there's got to be a number. I don't know how many there are. But I would just say, like, you know that. Yeah, he's not going into a diocese by him, you know, like, and and whatever the Lord calls yeah. him to is great. But I, yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, Dolan's a, a, a wise man to recognize the yeah. giftedness in Bishop Elect Joe. And we're just, we're just rejoicing. I was, is it an event? We did a couple of, of alumni And he events. better show up this summer. He better. We he did a couple of alumni events this weekend and, and somebody just came up to me and they said, you know, could you be a bishop? And technically I could be a bishop. Really? But I, yeah. But, but I joke. Yeah, because they have orders. They yeah, have people yeah, in yeah, orders. Yeah. Um, O'Malley's. Uh, oh, right. He's uh, a Franciscan. Franciscan. Yeah. yeah. So, but I jokingly said, oh my, I would not wish, wish that on my, my worst, worst enemy. <laughs> you know, because it honestly, it really is. So Being hard. a bishop oh, is such, so such a difficult, difficult yeah. job. And, and you mentioned it when I first told you is that there's a cross to this, yes. you know, and Again, I love Bishop-elect, and I'm so excited for him, but I have also prayed for him this morning, my holy hour. Just, it's just it's a burden and uh, for the Lord to choose him. And, and praise God, you know, our Holy Father Francis uh, chose him and appointed him. But I, we just invite all of our listeners to pray for him and pray for all bishops. You pray know, pray and, for and all bishops. For, remember, and this is, ah, this is big to me, 
it's it's one of the things that makes us Catholic. And I get that some people, you may not have a personal affection for your bishop, but it's, it's what makes us Catholic, right? But it's without what, them, who are we? That's right. So yeah. we just need to continue to pray for them. Well, and also just, um, yeah, just to Catholics, just to be a bit more humble about the bishop. You know, like it is a hard job. I think every Catholic, it's it's almost like being a bishop is kind of like being a president. Well, you know, if I was president, yeah, I, would, yeah, yeah. I would do this and it would be so easy to do. And if I was a bishop, I would just go in there and I would bust no, heads no, and once, I would, once you I put would on kick that, that hat. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and suddenly you you start realizing, I mean, I you know, you and I have friends who are bishops and, you know, many of them have shared with me, yeah, I had a lot of ideas of what I would do if I was ever a bishop. Then I became a bishop. Yeah, right? and it's not as now, easy as you think. Now the responsibility for the salvation of souls. All of them. All of them, even the ones you don't them. like, yep. <laughs> is around your neck. You can't just save the conservatives, yep, right? Yep. You know, it's about finding ways to yep. make things work. You yep. can't Yeah, it it is it is a huge I mean, it's literally a cross. I mean, they carry that cross with them where they go, and it's a reminder. It's a it's a it's yep. a steel chain that is a great burden around their neck. So yes, yep. um, but, love love your bishop as you can. Amen. Uh, pray. In for fact, your here's bishop. here's something. I invite all of our listeners to jot your bishop a note, hmm. just a little card, and tell them you're praying for him. Thank him. And and again, for some of you, that may be really hard because you may not be a fan of your bishop. Right. We don't fully understand it, but God has that person in your diocese yes. at this time. And yes. I just invite everybody to do that. And, you know, I especially throw it to all the wee folk, all the children who listen to our podcast. There are many of them. Like, draw, do a drawing. Oh. What are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't know what you were, were talking you about. I was just following what you're saying. The wee no, folk. No, the wee, the wee folk. The wee folk of we, the wee that hope folk. Okay. That's, the, that's, that's your new name, kids. You're the wee that hope folk. Um, uh, right. Do a drawing. Uh, do like a poem. Do something cool. Send it to the bishop. That would be a really neat thing. And Amen. just let them know they're loved and that they're being prayed for. I'm sure they would appreciate it. And that. Bishop-elect Joseph, you better be here this summer. Seriously. Or you are. Or you, I mean, you may be a bishop, gonna, but I'm still going to kick or your Or I'm going to send you a drawing. That's right. I'll give <laughs> yeah, you a drawing. Exactly. <laughs> well, we want to thank everybody for listening and spending time with us. Um, we do pray for you, and we want you to know that. So let's just ask Lord's blessing on us. Sound good? That sounds great. And All right. We should... Do you want to bless or make an announcement? Do we have an announcement? We do have an announcement. Oh, that's right. We won't be here next week. We won't be here next week, right? So on February 2nd, we're not going to have an episode. Right. Because we're both kind of out of town in the middle of meetings and it just doesn't work. So right. I'm gonna Groundhog be, Day. I'm going to be in Texas okay. with Young Life Leaders talking oh, cool. about how Catholics and Protestants can do ministry together. I'm really excited about that. So please send prayers that way. And I'm going to be in in the uh, middle of some board meetings and fundraising, that kind of thing. So In Florida, though. In Florida, yep. yep. So outside the window, it'll be a lovely day. Amen. And what was I going to say about that? Gra- it'll be Groundhog Day. Oh. So... Do something Groundhog Day-ish. Yes, just play the day over and over, over, and, over, and, over and over and over and over, and over, and over. <laughs> Yeah, so we won't be there. So we will be back the following week with our Super Bowl preview, yes. which I'm sure you're all going to be you're, pretty excited I for. Just, yeah, just move over Sports Center. We're going to be talking dun, 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 about it. <laughs> well, Lord, bless uh, all those who are with us uh, at this time. Let them know your love and your peace. Jesus, we pray for your Holy Spirit to fall upon our land that we would yeah, turn our hearts towards you. We pray for the listener who is struggling most today, for the family member who's struggling most today, Lord, that you'd put your Holy Spirit upon them. Bring your grace and your blessing. 
May Almighty God pour his blessings on you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy birthday, Bob. Amen. Thank you. And happy birthday to you, uh, Father Dave. And Thanks, if Vince. You, Thank you. And if you'd like to send us a birthday note, you can reach us at hope at franciscan.edu. <laughs> hope at franciscan.edu. See you in two weeks. Adios, amigos. Adios. Welcome, Dios. Adios.